welcome back to The Robot Factory. This is a podcast where we record ourselves trying to build some software and have it get acquired. My usual co-hosts are not here again. <laughs> um, we've actually been kind of terrible at recording recently, but I have a guest. So Christina Lorson from Traverse is joining us. Give a little bit of a background on, on yourself, Christina, for anyone who's listening. Thank you for having me here, Jonathan. Uh, I have been in the music industry since I was 20, which was a very long time ago. Yeah. And uh, as I've grown through the ranks of different things that I've done in my career, from being a box office manager to theater manager to uh, financial deals for major, major bands uh, while working in Philadelphia to being tour coordinator when I moved to Boston to uh, working festivals now in New Orleans for 14 years. I have always loved technology and I've always wanted to find a way to make my job easier. And so I am working <laughs> on that right now. <laughs> well, what, what was your job then that, cause I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know a ton of your background. So this is, this yeah. is helpful. Um, okay. What was your job that you didn't, that you need, you need to make easier with technology? <laughs> well, when I first started at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival in 2009, I was uh, the travel manager, so I had to uh, advance all of the bands, all of the uh, headliners, all of the national acts. We would provide hotel, air, mm. uh, and then we would do all of the local ground transportation, which means we provide it to from airport, hotel, and venue. And when I first started, all I did was that, which was not, that was 100 plus bands, it's not just that, but oh, wow, I yeah. did that. And... I was not really happy with the way the driver system was being run. Like I created this, this great, beautiful thing that I handed over. I called it my baby and I would hand it over to them. And then they're the ones who would do all the logistical part of it. Uh, okay. the, the drivers would be the ones to go pick everybody up, et cetera. So they decided to give that to me as well. And when they did, I nearly had a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of work. And I said, I can do this in a way that technology will make it easier because uh, we were using Excel spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. And other festivals at our level and smaller were using spreadsheets and whiteboards to schedule their drivers. And there was version control and it was just really messy and hard to keep control of where the drivers were. The driver would switch around their schedule because it worked better for them. And so I started thinking about how to use technology. Mm. And so we have slowly created this uh, transportation management system built specifically for live events, built very similarly to how a limo service or car service has their system. Okay. Built, okay. built it without knowing that we had basically <laughs> copied it because I've never <laughs> seen that work before. And so now... I lost my partners that I had during COVID who went off to other projects because they knew there would be no live events for a long time. Oh, and yeah. they gifted me the software, thankfully. And then I knew nothing about technology. I really didn't understand how the back end worked. I knew the front end. It was built around how I work. And then I got lost. I, I would struggle. I kept trying to figure yeah. out how to do it, how to learn it. And I could not wrap my head around it. And I got burned by a couple of different um, uh, software people I brought in to try to make it, spent a lot of money to try to make it what I wanted it to be. And then um, decided I was searching on 
on YouTube as you do during COVID. There was not much else to do. So I'm looking at COVID uh, during COVID and I'm looking and I see this about the bubble and the no code uh, frontier that was coming forward. And I decided I would try it. So I did a boot camp um, with somebody I found off of uh, the bubble community and spent um, 12 weeks rebuilding the entire software with the help of my coaches um, on Bubble and uh, have used it for a couple of times. And now, I, I mean, it looks okay. It looks like I built it. And now I'm coming <laughs> <laughs> to, to you guys to streamline it and to make it more graphically attractive. And so that's, that's where we're at right now with the hope of um, taking it just outside of my world and the people I know who are using it to um, a mass market, hopefully nice. next year. Who, um, so who, who has been using it so far? Like, I mean, uh, I know, I know you're, you're a, a user of the software cause yeah. you're using it. So are you, um, how, how does that work? Like does, does the, a festival sign up and put their logistics people in place and they, they use your software? Yeah, it, they sign a software agreement and it's for one, one festival only and we give them access and I'll build the shell for them and then they're in it and they go and they can build it. It's all fairly straightforward across the board, how you would build your, your bands into the system, your drivers in the system, your vehicles in the system. And it just um, shoots the information across the board. So when you are ready to assign your drivers, we have it so that it will tell you what their last run was, how far away it is from the new run, uh, what type of vehicle they're in. So you get an educated uh, way of assigning your drivers more efficiently. Right. Where otherwise the festivals are using a giant whiteboard and they use spreadsheets with, um, they send a Google form out to the band's manager yeah. and the band manager puts in what they need for their transportation. And then that has to be all sorted out. And then a new spreadsheet just for that person has to be sent out and there's version control and all of those things, which reverse, it's a live link, bit.ly link for the most part that shoots that information to the band. So I give that to them and I say, here's your transportation. You can track your flight. You can track your driver. You can track the status of where your people are at. And you know exactly what the driver's name, the phone number, the vehicle type. We could put the license plate number right, for yeah. safety and all of those things in there. That goes to them and it's live. So when we cancel something or add something, they always have it. There's no version control for it. And the band get it. The drivers get it exactly the same way. So there's no missing information of like, oh, I got that, but you didn't get that. Oh, I forgot to do that. It just, it's a transparent way of sharing that, that information across the board. Nice. How does this compare to uh, something like Uber, which like I, I, I've described, I've described this to a few people, um, to some of my advisors and, you know, close contacts and we've talked about Traverse and I said, yeah, it's Uber, but for, for music festivals. And I feel like I'm not doing it. <laughs> like I'm really, really simplifying things, but, um, I am like, I mean, I don't, I actually don't use ride sharing, uh, cause I, I live in a small town and we don't really have that. Um, so I'm, I'm you know, not super familiar with the whole experience at all, but like just conceptually for someone who uh, doesn't know about this world at all. How does it compare with something like Uber? Similar in some aspects where you're able to track where your driver is, know when the driver will arrive, those sorts of things. Well, that's the goal. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. But it's more about uh, when bands are coming in to perform. They're either on a tour bus or they're flying in and there could be 14 tour buses and 
you know, private flights and all of these different things. So transportation for music festivals and live events can get very complicated when it comes yeah. to musicians. So we make sure that we gather the information that we need from them, what their flight numbers are, all of that information. We feed it into the system and that way we send it back to them. I'll give you an example at Jazz Fest, and I, I can only throw out his name because he got me my new job now that I'm not really at Jazz Fest anymore. Uh, the tour manager for the band, Nora Jones, uh, oh, wow. uh, came through. He was the very last band that I needed. I had 110 bands to advance and organize, and he came in the day before their arrival with 22 requests for transfers. Wow. The day before. In this spreadsheet, I took the time and I built it into Traverse and sent it back to him. And he just lost his mind. He's like, this is amazing. No one has ever been able to do this for me before. And it's flawless. Like all the information I gave to you is right back at me. And he loved it. And so we get a lot of good reviews in that way because a lot of the festivals as it stands are so busy There's teams that just go from festival to festival to festival, and they'll bring their drivers with them as well because there's no time in each city to try to train up drivers and all of that. So they're flying drivers in um, and giving them hotels and that to settle them in to be the system for that festival. They might not necessarily know where everything is. They're just there because of their expertise with dealing with the bands who can be hard to handle. So. Ah. So my goal eventually is to get that so that that's why I like the idea of the GPS within the system. So the band um, can keep track of the drivers and we can keep track of the drivers, but the drivers are able to go from address to address without having to go out of the system, out of Traverse and into their maps to figure out where they're going. It'll tell them how far it is and all of those different things. And so then the, the, Bands have the driver information and the driver has the band information. So we try to keep that to be a little more um, uh, self-run so that we're not babysitting that system all the way through. It's like, here Mm -hmm. you go, here you go. Everybody sees this information and they run. I hadn't, uh, yeah, I mean, this this world is so so foreign to me, the idea that they're bringing their own driver and like, that's, that's wild. And so that, so, so, is that is that a capability of Traverse at the moment where, um, like the, the story you just said of uh, the band manager that that was so elated at the results you were able to show him, that's something that you can do currently is that you can support a band bringing, bringing lots of their own people and, and own logistics support? Well, it's not so much the bands bringing their own people, it's the transportation teams for each festival. Got it. They travel to each, fe- they travel festival to festival um, to do this because it can be, it's probably one of the most overlooked part of a back end of a music festival. Really? Because huh. the festival directors aren't paying attention to it. And it only, only when something goes wrong does anybody want to complain about it. Uh, yep. So it's something that's been overlooked, but there's a lot of component to that of having a transportation system that is both efficient and safe. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we might've touched on this before about, um, when they had the shooting in Las Vegas mm, mm-hmm. uh, at the country festival a few years ago and a few people died. Um, my brother is a police detective in Vegas and two of his friends who were off-duty policemen were killed Ugh, during that. Awful. 
And I started thinking about how it feels to have you, like, can you imagine your team, Jonathan, you know, scattered throughout the office and you need to know where they are during an emergency. Right. Yeah. So I want to be able to take Traverse and its capabilities to track people uh, to go away from just efficiency, but to safety, to be able to uh, see your team on a map, especially when you're thinking about if you've ever been to a, a music festival, security spread all over the place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even at Astro World, when they had the the compression of the of the of the audience, we would be able to have it on a map so that you would know where all your security people are. Yeah. yeah. So you can say, oh, we're a little light over here. Let's move some more people yeah. over and that sort of thing. Or if there's a weather event, um, which happens a lot in New Orleans, imagine, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, where there's a rainstorm comes through and then we can tell on a map where everybody is. Currently, we're doing that through a GPS tracker in the vehicle. My goal is to do that by tracking them by their phone. That's that's awesome. I, I, I'm really interested in these in these problem areas that exist behind the scenes that people don't don't know about. Can you share like a I mean not a gory story necessarily, but like what happens when when this doesn't go right? <laughs> like when like like the the, the story of, of you sharing this. Um, all the details with this band manager back to him and him saying, this is amazing. Um, what's the, what's the other side of that? <laughs> like what happens when this, you know, this spreadsheet it, is, is all yeah. totally out of whack and somebody, somebody's not following it. Like what, what uh, goes wrong? Bands don't appear at the festival. Bands oh. don't make it there. Right. We're responsible for getting a uh, band and crew to and from the, the venue and hotel or their tour buses or wherever they might be hotel airport. So if something goes wrong, uh, there's delays. Bands are delayed going on stage. Bands mm-hmm. are delayed being picked up at the airport, which makes everybody angry. Uh, and so it goes beyond that to being often the first, the first physical contact that any of the bands have with the festival are the, the is the driving team who yeah, brings them wow. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. So that we that's why we want that to be as efficient as possible and as safe as possible, so mm-hmm. that the. Mm-hmm driver will now, um, the band will now see the driver photo in their report when we finish our upgrades yeah. that we're doing uh, and sort of avoid some of those uh, safety issues, safety concerns. Yeah. You don't think of it, but yeah, the driver is the first, I mean, even when you go on a holiday, right? Like yeah. <laughs> I go on a yeah. holiday and you get your shuttle or whatever to, to wherever you're going. And yeah. um, sometimes you get, a, that... you get a bad Uber driver. Yeah. It's a bad experience. It will set you, it will set the tone. For the yeah, rest or, of or your day. I mean, conversely, yeah. you get a good one, and it exactly. feels it just sort of sets it up. Like this was this was great. Like I feel yeah. excited to be here. Yeah, no, that's that's neat. Yeah, huh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. So how many how many festivals have you used Traverse at? Uh four. Okay. Yeah. Four festivals, and I haven't tried to sell it out yet. That uh, through word of mouth, friends. I spent the first part of COVID. Uh, ne- uh, networking and workshopping with friends I had in the industry about how I should do this, how how I should sell it, how I should make it work for everybody that's not in my world because it's built around my brain and how I would work. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to make it more generic. So I did a lot of workshopping through mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that it worked. And so uh, New Orleans Jazz Festival uses it, the Monterey Jazz Festival, uh, Newport uh, Folk and Jazz Festivals, uh, Pilgrimage Festival. We had a... Um, Film Festival, New Orleans Film Festival used it early on. Oh, cool. And so that's where we want to go toward that is film festivals, Comic-Con, anything yeah. with live entertainment that you're moving yeah. around or just people. 
even staff shuttles and those sorts of things where you can give people the ability to assign themselves a seat on the shuttle so they know they're not going to get to the shuttle and the shuttle is full. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Just as a, uh, for some context, I'm not, uh, I'm West Coast Canada, not (laughs) East Coast (laughs) United States. So I don't know any of these festivals at all. Right. Um, How, like, are these major festivals? Are they... Uh, well, New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival Jazz Fest is one of the oldest festivals oh, in the wow. world. Yeah. Uh, one of them. Monterey is the oldest festival in the world, longest running festival. And Newport Jazz and Newport Folk are back-to-back weekends in the same location. That has been the industry a festival of the year for several years. Oh, it's wow. small, but it's very intimate and very uh, savvy in the way that they they promote themselves. So these are all word of mouth. So eventually I would like to, I'm trying to get to, with Amber and your team, um, get it elevated so that I can push it out to other festivals. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, word of mouth seems like um, it would be really strong here. Like to have to have the feedback that you're getting seems like, you know, seems like, seems like you've really hit, like hit a chord here with some folks. And I think so. I I had uh, one. I don't know if I told you this story. I was working in Monterey this summer, just in September. And Monterey is in a wealthy area of California. It's the oldest festival in the world. And so the, a lot of the volunteers are uh, wealthy patrons who just want to be yeah. helpful in the yeah. festival because the, the money goes to charity for children. And uh, so the drivers there, there a, that driver system was about 12 drivers, wasn't huge okay but yeah. but enough uh and one of the drivers happens to be a high-powered lawyer who said hey i love this this is the best <laughs> we've ever been able to do this in all of these years i've been working here uh how can i help you can i invest do you need ah! money <laughs> like yes yes to all that, that that's amazing um, <laughs> to have <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not even the bands it's, it's like everybody who sees it goes how is this not how has this not happened before how has this not been, how have we gotten this long without this? How, I, I, I wonder why, like sometimes, sometimes it feels like there's some ideas that after the fact, you're like, yeah, that's obvious. Like, of course this makes sense. But before that, it's not so obvious. And I, I wonder why, like, why, what is your suspicion? Why hasn't this been done? I think everybody during festival season are so busy and you sort of get your routine down and there's no time to figure anything else out. Right. I'm lucky because I worked for Jazz Fest year round. So I had plenty of downtime to mm-hmm. be like, hey, how can I make my life better instead of just having to be so busy that you, you can only do how you know how to do it. Yeah. So part of Traverse is taking that away because the teams don't have to be in the same room or sharing Google Sheets and all that version control. I can advance. Um, an entire festival without ever stepping foot on the ground. Yeah, cool. I can do it from home and then everybody sees it, everybody shares it. Um, I can, will be able to, to do it on my phone so I'm more mobile. So I can wake up at four in the morning, deal with an issue on the phone without ever having to get up and get to my computer. Occasionally I've run into a few, a few um, people that have said that COVID has really showed them how the way they were doing things isn't like isn't scalable like it works fine when you can all be in the office and you all can all look at the same whiteboard but as soon as you have to work from home everything falls apart um has that do you you think that played played a role here where COVID really showed showed what 
what wasn't what really wasn't working? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I would hope that people had more time to figure out how to make their systems more streamlined. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it does show that you don't have to be in the same room to work together. And, the, and festivals can save money by not having to bring all this personnel to work as a team to look at the same whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. Because they will take all that information that they get through their spreadsheet, put it onto labels, and then put those labels on the sticky notes. And that's how they're assigning their drivers. They, they get a big gridded uh, whiteboard with the time <laughs> and they just start assigning drivers this way. And so if you're not at that board, you're blind. You can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. So huh. this is what tourists was so great is that you could do it. I could track the, I could track the driver off my phone. Yeah. I can see where everything is. I can call the person without having to go to my email to find out what the phone number is for the tour manager because the tour manager information is in there and dialable right. on the, on the phone. So yeah, yeah it, it's a game changer for me as a, as a person who dealt with transportation and then it's also sort of a game changer for bands because now if they're on a festival circuit and Traverse is used at all those festivals, they just have one place to go to check all their all of their transpo and they're not having to digging through emails to find out what's mm. what. It's all right there. They can as long as they're attached to any festival, they'd be able to see all the festivals and all their transpo in one spot. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds amazing. It sounds like um you know, some, sometimes when we we work with a work with a client who comes from a I don't know like more brick and mortar brick and mortar background, and we show them a few things, and uh, we kind of take them for granted because we're a tech company, and we're like, yeah, this is this is how we work, and they're amazed at how like how how can this stuff be digital? Like this is this is amazing, and it feels like or it seems like you're maybe maybe finding some of that uh, with some of your some of the people that you're working with. So there's some there's some efficiencies to be gained by making this a digital product, digital processes. Um, I think that's all very valuable. Like some cost savings in uh, for festivals not having to to run maybe as large a team um, and reducing some of those costs. What like what? How big is this business? Do you think? How big could this be for you, <laughs> for Traverse? <laughs> like the uh, problem sounds pretty severe, but like, is it severe enough that people want to buy it? I think that festival directors, festival companies, spend a lot of money on ticketing, a lot of money on the the consumer side of it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, their streaming capabilities, all of those things. And they haven't spent so much money on making sure that the festival is efficient. And there's not a lot of softwares out there for festival, uh, festival work. Yeah. Um, the ones they've come and gone, there's one left. I don't know if I should say them on here, but there's oh. one left. <laughs> and they, they, during COVID, because they weren't making money on the events, went towards streaming platforms and aren't putting any effort into right. what, is, what is built for the live event. Tell me a little bit more about these, uh, <laughs> these volunteers that you have that want to give you money. <laughs> How does that work? How do I do that? It was, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> completely unexpected. And I'm completely not ready for it yet. I'm like, I, let me... Let's talk again in a few months when I have a better idea of where my product's heading. Because right now he just saw what I had built myself and so and was already impressed by it. But he was still like, how do you monetize this? 
Mm-hmm. Where's your audience and all of those things. So those, those questions are now the ones that I have to start to be really serious about. I yeah. had in the past, but truly um, festival life has changed. Everything has changed. Um, so now I'm trying to figure out, do I want to build this company myself or do I want to build this product to sell off to AAG or Live Nation or both? Right. And have separate, have them have separate things because they can take what would be expensive for me. They can take if they have forty thousand events in a year, the cost wow. of that yeah. gets amortized across the board, and it will cost them almost nothing to have it. And then they can take it, and, and you know we can customize it for them however they want it 40, to be. Forty thousand festivals a year? Not not so much, not just festivals, but they do concerts. You know, right. even a stadium, oh, okay. a, a, yeah. a stadium festival or an arena gig all have to have a driver system as well, even yeah. if it's just a handful of them with column runners that are out, you know, picking up the, the bands from the hotels or doing errands and all of those things. Every single concert has at least one runner huh. that is assigned. Yeah. And so if you can take that across the board and not just be festivals, but to be stadium shows and, and arenas and all of those sorts of places, then the cost of it is very small. That's, for them yeah that's wild huh what i wow <laughs> i love i love getting introduced to these new <laughs> these new industries that i don't know anything about um it's been it's been fun to fun to follow along with you so what is the so i i do want to talk a little bit about um the fact that you uh well you can talk as much or as little about the history of the software prior to you building it yourself. Um, but I am curious to understand like what, what happened there and you can, you know, be detailed and we can decide <laughs> to cut that later if you want or whatever, or just say like, now just, let's yeah. just talk about you taking your bootcamp yeah. forward. I love hearing the story because I think any, any time a founder can take, take control of the reins on the product, I think the product is better for it. Um, because you get to understand the problem a lot more. Um, you know, maybe maybe there's like it's not as nice as you want it to be, or it doesn't have the the polish that you'd like. Um, but you at least understand where all the pain points are. One because you built it, and also because you re, you were using it, right? Like you weren't just you weren't just building it for someone else to use. You were building it. You were using it. You were you were fixing it. Um, just maybe talk to me a little bit more about yeah. that 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 whole experience. Well, the first version was built for specifically for me. Um, and the team that was brought together is a friend of mine who worked at uh, University of Pennsylvania. And I told him that I needed this. He's like, I have people, I've got students that would love to help you with this. Uh, Let's yeah. do this. And so uh, they formed a company and then worked with me on the Jazz side. And then they said, look, we think we can make this into a product. Come be our partner. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Um, and so we continued to, they completely revamped it. The first version that we had ever done was so terrible <laughs> in the hindsight. We're so excited for what we built because it was not a spreadsheet and it, and it worked okay, but it was like the Flintstone, you know, versus the <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, when you look at it later on down the line and it was so rudimentary, but I was so excited for it. <laughs> and then that that they decided to actually really go forward with it. And they, before I even knew, they had revamped the entire thing, put it onto a different platform in terms that you would understand that I never could. And they said, we want to try to sell this, come be a partner. So I did. And we really were getting very close to 
um, pushing it out the door in 2020 and then mm -hmm. COVID hit. Yeah. And yeah. though partners had families and they said, we're, we've got to take our time and go do other things that are going to be more immediate. I can't yeah. put any more time into this right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, okay. So they, like I said, they gifted me the company. And so I was like, this is great. At least I still have this as functioning. But yeah. then I started getting all the Amazon warnings that this is wrong and this needs and all of this needs to be updated. And I didn't understand anything about how Amazon worked um, with and where everything was stored and all of those things. And I tried to learn it and got burnt twice by software developers that I, I asked to take on the work. Uh, one was a team that told me it would take five weeks to get it done. And it took them almost seven months oh. and, and kept telling me, and I was getting closer and closer and closer to what I thought would be the next season. And then that season didn't happen. You know, no <sighs> festivals happened in 2021. Yeah. Uh, so then all of my money went to this very small piece that they fixed and they didn't fix anything else. <sighs> and at that point, and, and then I got burnt by a guy I tried to have uh, do my app who uh, ended up being a scammer. Oh, no. Uh, I don't want to talk about that one. But, okay, uh, okay. So that's sort of how I went into, quite honestly, looking on the internet, trying to figure out what to do. Do I want to save this? Do I want to just dump it? What do I want to do? And that's when I saw that bubble uh all just watching bubble tutorials and I'm like, I want to try this. So I, I went to the boot camp and spent 16 hours a day for three oh, months. Wow. Just like they said, it's very ambitious. What you're doing is very ambitious, <laughs> but we're going to try to make it work. So truly 16 hours a day, nearly seven days a week, um, toiling over this because I had no technical experience, but you know, with Bubble, you don't need it, but Bubble, you still need to be very linear yeah. and very detailed in your thinking. And I, and I spent a lot of time trying to twist myself into that pretzel for it uh, and came out of it with a viable product two days before I needed to use it for ah. Jazz Fest. <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> they're, they're like, it was like the old TV shows where they've got the hook and they're pulling the person off the stage because I'm like, I just need this, this, this. They're like, no, we're done with you at five o'clock. We're done with you. And, <laughs> and so, and then I, as soon as I hit publish it and I put it out into the world, I did a quick video for my Jazz Fest uh, directors and said, okay, here we go. Let's do this. And I uh, was ready to use it. That was for this year. This was um, in April. I started the boot camp in January. And uh, at the end of March, I had a viable product. That's amazing. And so, so do you have now like uh, Jazz Fest and Monterey and these other, these other music festival festivals, they're lined up for next year as well. So yeah. you've, got, you've got some customers um, and you want to build uh, some additional features and uh, incorporate some different design so that you can p push it out even even further, even harder. Right. Um, what kind of goals do you have for the, uh, the upcoming season? The goal is by uh, the next season for Jazz Fest, because that's the first one of the year for me, is to get rid of the GPS trackers in the vehicle and have a way to track the drivers through their phone, either through an, an app um, or a wrapped app so that we can 
give them all the information they need and to be able to track them through their phone because that leads further into tracking teams for other mm -hmm. departments yeah. and the broader sense of that. So that is my truly my biggest goal. Uh, I've seen some beautiful renderings of the update for the graphics, which is super exciting for me. Uh, really, your team has done a fabulous job. And so uh, getting that to look like it wasn't a high school or college project <laughs> A good thing for me. Functionality, functionality is, is fine, but and I mean, I it's not terrible. My my it's husband makes terrible. fun of me because I'm like, it's not terrible. I'm like, but it feels like like it's a high school project versus <laughs> like the real deal, right? It's like amateur hour to the let, let's take this to the professionals. Let's just take it to the professionals. Uh, but yeah, I'm, but like, but it did the job, right? It did what it needed to do, and got like you got some customers and uh, yeah. some and some people who want to spend some money. money. Yeah, like that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. it didn't need it didn't need all that other stuff, right? No, it doesn't need it. But it I wanted what was my vision in my head to be what yeah. what I see in front of me, and yeah. so that's very important for me. I think um, the more the more professional and more streamlined it looks, the more value people attach to it. Um, yeah, I I agree. I think you know I think there's a certain um, certain class of customer that can forgive some of that stuff because their pain is so severe. They don't care. Uh, they don't care. They just want, they want that, they want that pain to go away. Um, so if it looks not <laughs> to your vision, they're fine. Um, but I think, uh, some of the, some of the customers on the fringe, um, they're, you know, they're going to be looking for something that solves the pain, but also, um, is, is enjoyable to use. Yeah, I, I like to keep the colors light. I like to keep it very streamlined, not a lot of buttons to push. All of those things, I tried to bring it down to as, as simple a form as I could on my own. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I don't want to have people feeling like it's too hard to learn. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to stick with what I'm doing. This is too much. Um, because what I'm trying to do is to ease their pain because they're not having to build all of those spreadsheets, the share. Yeah, yeah. You build it in, you don't have to build a spreadsheet for someone else to build another spreadsheet off of yeah, and another yeah. spreadsheet off of. So, um, you know, get them early enough. So if I can be ready by March, then I can go to, you know, those smaller, you know, barely known festivals like Coachella, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, those, those small ones and, and get, and get them to use it. Um, you know, so I want to be, I, I want this year to be the year that yeah. I, I at least get 10 more, 10 more festivals to use it because then the value of that goes, up for me to be able to go to Live Nation or AAG and say, yeah. here, you need this for your entire system. So the 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 theme of this podcast is we we're trying to build little little things, little pieces of software that we want to sell. Is that also your goal? In ten years time, what do you hope your involvement with Traverse is? I will say <laughs> that in ten years, I would like for it to be sold to yeah, AAG okay. or Live Nation um, with a team in place. Uh, much, I would love to do it much the same way I'm doing my departure from Jazz Fest after 14 years. I'm consulting for the next two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're paying me to be available uh, to whatever questions uh, my replacement has and to help build the revamp and build the, the driver team, um, but without all of that labor. Yeah, so I would yeah. love to be able to sell it off and still be a consultant to yeah. the company. Uh, you know, that that I spent so much time trying to figure out how to make it my vision that I haven't spent a lot of time figuring out what the next step is. 
because yeah. during COVID, it's been so hard to see that next step. Yeah. We were so excited to get festivals back last year um, that it it's hard to look forward from this moment in time still for me. Yeah. yeah that's... So that's my next that's my next step is to figure out, OK, now use the brain for something else because I don't have to be the tech person anymore. But cool. I will say my favorite thing is that I was able to go in and make adjustments to the to software when we were struggling in Monterey. Mm-hmm. I was I loved being able to go in and make those changes or understand yeah. why things worked the way they did. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's the problem. Let me let me fix that. Um, that's been my biggest my biggest joy from going from not knowing the back end and what uh, agile and what you know all of these different platforms, Java, all those things meant to being able to go in and say, oh, that one that one thing is what's wrong. Let's fix that. Yeah, that that's been my greatest joy. So I'm moving away from that tech brain to business brain next, right? Uh, I'm I'm a technical person as well, and I don't love how much uh, how much I've left behind. <laughs> you know, I'm still trying to like grasp onto getting inside things and tweaking. So I you know I empathize with that. Um, I hope you don't have to give it up entirely. I hope you can still you know still still get in there and like tweak things and adjust dials and you know move some things around. I would enjoy that without the daily grind of that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anyone at Coachella? <laughs> Are they? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm yeah. just so, I'm so curious. Like, you know, that's, that's a festival that, that I recognize. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah um, I figured you would. Yeah. Like, are they doing the same thing? Are they, they got spreadsheets and whiteboards and. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. But they're, they're part of that team of, there's a transportation team. Like, I guess they're, technically a company now who just goes from festival to festival to festival for both live nation AG, they both have their sort of their own teams right. who will, who will do those. So yes. And that's exactly what they're using. Um, and I have good in that both, both of those companies. Um, wow. This is wild. So. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so fingers crossed that it's not too hard to get in front of those people. Yeah. Yeah. And with, with my history with jazz fest, AG owns half of jazz fest. Yeah. So all of those big ones come every year to the yeah. festival. Nice. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Is yeah. is there any um, network effects to traverse? I mean, the word of mouth is great, but is you know if if there are teams that are moving from festival to festival, is is having a festival involved? Uh, does it make it more enticing for another festival to be involved because there's some there's some shared economies there? Yeah. Shared yeah. economies, shared teams, because yeah. now, you know, th- the reason why AAG has their own sort of festival team that goes from, I'm sorry, transportation that goes festival to festival is because those people know all of the bands. Yeah. It's this, yeah. It tends to be the same bands during mm-hmm. festival season. Right. And so they can just go along from festival to festival. So it's helpful for the festival to have purchased Traverse in order for those, those teams to use it. Because right, yeah. you wouldn't want to sell it to the transportation team without it. If I'm not selling it to off to the to the big guys in the sky, um, then you want the the festival to own it, not the transportation coordinator. Got it. Got it. Because then you're controlling the history there. There's a lot of history being saved in there, contact information, um, schedules, so that you would know how many vans when Dave Matthews comes through, how many vans did you have to give them. What was their load in look like? What did their load out look like? Right. You have some history there that's valuable for the festival team. Hmm. Super cool. Okay. Well, this has been 
I'm I'm super excited. I'm so excited that, <laughs> that you found us. Like, thank you for reaching out. I'm really excited to see where this can go uh, over the next few months. We're gonna check in again for sure. Like, I wanna I wanna check in and see see how things have have gone. Um, at any frequency you want. <laughs> if you want to come on and we want to talk about this every week, that might be a bit much. But um, if you want to check in again every uh, every so often, we we would love to do that. But to finish off. As someone, as someone who's gone in and tried to solve a problem for yourself and created this this really interesting product and company and this uh, you know interesting future opportunity for yourself, what advice would you give to other aspiring, I don't know, founders or do your re- research? <laughs> do your <laughs> do do the research. It it explore all the options. Yeah. Because if you're putting your head down and you're not looking up to see what's out there you're not going to find it. So if I had just given up or just sort of decided this was just going to be what it was going to be without any sort of expansion or any sort of pie-in-the-sky dream of what it could be, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having to take the effort to rebuild it in, its, in a different form uh, changed me in a lot of ways professionally, personally, mentally. Uh, with the way that I do things. And so I think just uh, just like anything in life, when you're looking down, you're not seeing what's ahead of you. Yeah. And, and because you think you've got the one great idea doesn't mean that someone else doesn't have the same idea doing it in a different way. Yeah. And just to be aware of what's out there in the community. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, keep your eyes up or your, your ears. What is that? <laughs> I, I missed the metaphor. Ah, eyes up, eyes up, ears up, but yeah, I, I, no, that's not it either. No, anyways, well, we'll just make uh, it if, up as we go. Yeah, just make it up. <laughs> well, thanks so much for for sitting in. Um, it was lovely to chat. Um, if people want to find out about you or Traverse, where do they go? There is nowhere for that right yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I I had abandoned. Uh, Everything of the old Traverse. I, I closed down the old Traverse company and I started the new. And I've been so busy working on the tech that I have not, because everything's been word of mouth, I have not made any sort of new website yet. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you active on social media if someone wants to say hi? Uh, yeah, I'm in LinkedIn. Okay. LinkedIn okay. for sure. Yeah. Christina I, I, Lorson. Christina Lorson Little. I think I'm, oh, I've got all Lorson. three names on there. Just, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, link, I'll link to it in uh, in the show notes. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, thanks. It was fun. You've been listening to The Robot Factory. We really hope that we can see you next week or li- hope, hope to be in your ears next week. Oh, my goodness. It's been so long since I've done this. I can't remember how to do it. <laughs> thanks for listening to The Robot Factory. We'll chat with you next week. Bye.